Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of The Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong and Happy. You're here with your co-hosts, Stephanie Richardson and Heather Smith. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show where your, your wrongness is really a strongness and happiness is just a choice. You choosing any? <laughs> that was a happy horn. So, yeah. <laughs> Oh, good. I'm glad you clarified. <laughs> so we're feeling a little punchy today. <laughs> and uh, what are what are we going to be talking about? <laughs> well, here's the thing. All right. So we had this grand idea. Pretty sure it was my idea um, to <laughs> to tackle these big life hacks. But not in the normal way. So normal life hacks would be like, hey, did you know that you could use uh, non-gel toothpaste to fill a nail hole in the wall? Not like that. Uh, <laughs> life no, hacks do it like yourself. last week. <laughs> well, it is all do your. It is do it yourself or be it yourself. Uh, last week yeah. <laughs> we did life hack knowing, right? Knowing what you know. Yes. Yeah, knowing that you know. And so that's yeah. a pretty big life hack. If you know that you know and know that if you don't know, then you can know, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. a huge hack. Well, this week's life hack was supposed to be being. And as Heather and I sort of dove in a little bit ahead of the, the program, uh, we realized that we were not very excited about today's life hack in part because <laughs> – Nobody knows what the hell being actually is. So (laughs) there have been shows before where we have dove in head first into the deep end. And those, those shows take a lot of work. So that started to feel like one of those shows that was just going to take a lot of work. That's part of knowing. So we were using the life hack from last week (laughs) to know what we know. Yeah. And then we were using this other other tool that we have, which is making a choice in the 10 second, in 10 second increments and also the life hack of being to go, you know what, we're going to toss this topic to the curb. So we yep. have made a new choice. So, so today um, we have taught, like we didn't actually come up with a new plan. We just said, you know what, we're going to show up. We're going to show up with the audience, and we are with all of you beautiful listeners, and we are going to see where this goes. So you can, if you would like to, you're welcome to call in. We have a number uh, that you can call in, which is 347-215-7773. That's 347-215-7773. Um, and I know we also have a lot of international folks. So if you go to blog talk um, to www.thegoodgirlsguidetobeingwrong.com, it'll take you to our blog talk page. And on there, there's also information about how to dial in or contact us if you're calling from another country, I think. Yes, there is. <laughs> there's country numbers cool. and I think there's maybe a chat or something. Uh, oh, yeah, we so do have multiple a ways you can chat with us. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll open so, that chat right now. Yeah. Oh, there it is. It. Yeah. <laughs> Easy peasy, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things we're actually joking about after, ah, let's just check it. Let's talk about something else. And they're like, oh, you know what? 
that's actually a choice that a being has. <laughs> when someone is being themselves, they actually have the choice to just change direction, make a new choice, do something totally different than what they said they would, what they planned on doing, what they thought they were going to do. <laughs> so uh, we're like, huh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Being has different parameters than uh, we usually consider or think we have available. It's like the the ability to be one of the things that happened with me when I was a kid is I uh, many times was told I was a chameleon. And a lot of that came from, like, every group of people that I was with, I could, like, easily hang out with. And I didn't – it wasn't – like, I could hang out with a group of jocks and cheerleaders and then, you know, five minutes later go out and go and hang out with a bunch of – you know, skateboard riding stoners. <laughs> and then I could go hang out with people who are into, you know, 4-H and animal husbandry. <laughs> like, really random, right? <laughs> I grew up in a rural place. That was the thing. People raised sheep and pigs and cows and had, like, competitions of who had the prettiest pig. <laughs> you know? so, that sounds like a euphemism. Yes, yeah, it does. It does <laughs> for something. <laughs> so, Who's um, got the prettiest pig? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but so because of my ease of going from like one group to another and like having it be comfortable both for me and for them, you know, <laughs> you know I was told that I was a chameleon. So. You know, sometimes that was meant derogatory, and then sometimes it was a compliment. <laughs> but um, but what I realized is that some of the ease of that that I had is that it wasn't that I was a totally different person with each group. It was that I was being myself no matter who was around. And Yeah, I actually got told on a similar front, I got told that I wasn't allowed to like everybody that I was untrustworthy <laughs> if I liked everyone oh because I too God. could, I could go from group to group yeah. to group. And, and I never, yeah. it was never, it was never a, who am I going to be with these people? It was like, hi. Hi. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hi. What are you doing? Hi. And the, yeah. The interesting thing is, is if you're being an infinite being, so um, would an infinite being truly choose this? One of the things that we can we can actually have in our lives is, you know, people are people. So you have these much larger things in common or, you know, overlapping, yeah. maybe not even in common. But we have these large overlapping things of what it is to be a person that we have in yeah. common with all the other people on the planet that have bodies that have, you know, mostly two arms and two legs and a head and a neck and, you know, a torso. <laughs> um, there are exceptions to the rule, of course. And, um, you know, but, but this, there's that. There's also what it is to, you know, question what your purpose is on the planet or what you would like to be or what you would like to do or what you would like to choose with life. And those, those questions, you know, even if one person's answer to that question is that I'd really like to lay, raise pigs and another one is I'd like to be a baseball player, 
that doesn't mean that they're not asking the questions. So the questions themselves can actually be a connecting factor um, that that yeah. is often uh, is often overlooked because we're so busy looking at the answers and look and seeing that the answers are different. But if you know that you're asking the same question as another person, you can be interested in how another person chooses to answer those questions um, without feeling alienated from them. Because you're like, wow, we're both looking at this same question. What you came up with as an answer was way different than what I came up with as an answer. That's kind of cool. And that, yeah. to me, is part of what, what being is, is really playing with the questions and then everything else is just a choice. Yeah. Well, and it's so much more interesting because uh, to me, it's like that's the interesting part of like how a person got to where they got to, like what is their perspective? Because like you were just describing, even if two people are asking the same question about maybe the direction of their life or something, yeah, how the process they go through to choose that and then what they end up choosing can be so different. And to me, that's always been interesting. Like, I've, mm-hmm. ever since I was a little kid, I've always been interested in people and, like, what makes them tick and how do they live their life and, what's, like, what's their normal? Because <laughs> I, re- <laughs> I learned early that, that everyone says they're normal or thinks they're normal it, except for every single family and every single group are totally different. <laughs> than the other families and groups and what they call We're, we're normal. normal. We're normal. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Keep telling yourself that. Yeah. So it's, it's uh, you know, to me that was always really interesting. <laughs> and um, well, seeing maybe, how maybe people are being. Maybe talk a little bit about that. Because that's actually a skill that not everybody, I was just on the phone with somebody um, talking about dating. So I'm looking at putting together uh-huh. an eight-week dating course. And, um, uh-huh. and one of the things is having conversations with people. And yeah. so that skill of being able to have a conversation with pretty much anyone, maybe we can play around with that. Like what, what is it to use questions and you being you without having to alter yourself? What is that in a conversation? How do you use that? Yeah. I guess it's sort I, of invisible. I, it's sort of invisible to you and I, so maybe you can ask me yeah. questions and I can ask you <laughs> questions. We can demonstrate well, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the first thing that came up when you asked that is that, I just was curious. Like I had a lot of curiosity about how people did things, what they did, um, like their perspective on, like the point of view they lived from. Um, so I, for me, it was a lot of curiosity about other people. Like I just wanted to know. And so the, the questions would come from curiosity of like, how come you do that? Or what made you think of that? Or, or like learning, like having people just kind of talk about what they're doing. You know, as a little kid, a lot of adults like to share and teach and stuff. So there were definitely lots of situations where people were just showing me how to do something that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that was one part of it is just a natural curiosity uh, about everything and everyone. But so, what about you, Stephanie? What uh, what has? Well, I guess. Um, well, when well, yeah. when you said that, what that brought up for me is is really looking at that curiosity 
you can be curious, but you can be more curious about how someone fits into your world, or you can actually be curious Ah. about who they are. And so one of those will stop a conversation, and one of those will keep a conversation going pretty much indefinitely, comfortably, interestingly, and keep leading to new topics. So if you're looking to see how someone fits into your world, the conversation will be pretty short because almost immediately people will reveal they're either two things, one of two things can happen. They'll either reveal so blatantly that they could never fit into your world the way that you want them to, that you basically kick them out and stop being interested. The moment that you're no longer (laughs) interested is the moment you probably should just go ahead and quit the conversation, no matter how abrupt it is all of a sudden come up with it, just come up with a good excuse. Because if you are no longer engaged and interested, there's not really anywhere that conversation can go. Oops. Yeah. Um, If, on the other hand, you actually are only, that was one of the things you were talking about, is just being curious about who people are for the sake of who, you know, finding out more about how they chose, what they're looking at. That, um, you, you can't actually be looking for how someone fits into your world if you're going to have that kind of curiosity. But that's hard for a lot of people, especially if they're, for instance, going on dates because they're like, well, can you fit into my world, you know? What if, <laughs> right. <laughs> if no one ever had to fit into your world in the way that you thought they did, what would that actually create? And it could be a little experiment that you play with, just maybe even for, you know, the next few days for everybody that you meet and you start having a conversation with, if it didn't have to be whether you agree with them or whether you don't agree with them, if everything was just everything that they answered became the diving board for a new question. Instead of if you catch yeah. yourself saying, how you know you're not doing that is if you catch yourself saying things like, oh, I know, I think exactly the same way. You, have, you are no longer interested, you have just killed the conversation. Anytime, even in your head, you go, oh, I'm just like that. You are not just like that. I guarantee you are not just like anyone else on the planet. So if you have that thought, you've already sort of trapped yourself with a lie that you can't get out of because now you can't hear what their real answer would be. And they don't feel listened to is the other part or heard. They don't feel heard. They don't feel heard. Yeah. Well, because mm-hmm. part of that, what creates that is that if we're trying to see how somebody fits in our world and how we're similar and what we have in common and what we agree upon, yeah, first, that isn't the question. But second, mm-hmm. it's all like definitions and um, it like trying to fit puzzle pieces together. And which has nothing to do with the person in front of you. (laughs) It's also really dangerous in a business meeting. Yes, it is. (laughs) Um, In a business meeting, what the outcome of that is, is you thought you were on the same page and it turns out that you're not. And so you build business deals based on like on information you think you have that's actually completely false. So you kind of set yourself up to fail instead of, really just asking questions, being curious, letting them answer whatever they answer and not yeah. thinking that they're, and not thinking that they're uh, either lying or telling the entire truth. <laughs> just that, it, that what they've said is a springboard for more questions. That is all. That is all yeah. any conversation is, is just a springboard for more questions. There are no 
there are no stopping points really in a conversation if you actually are looking for information. Yeah, and another example of that that a lot of us have experienced in our own life is when you say you get into a relationship and you start off thinking you have so much in common and you agree about everything and you have the same point of view and like the same things, and then you start living together. And then you start to see the things that you actually are not the same on, that you, you maybe thought you were, but in the real life interactions over extended periods of time, so when like the honeymoon wears off <laughs> and you, everyone starts to really, or they don't start to, they continue to be who they always were, <laughs> but you can't like ignore it or totally miss it as easily anymore. <laughs> you know, whatever you cut off in the beginning dating conversations, they're like, oh, they're just like me. We'll, we'll get along great. We'll, it'll be perfect. It'll be wonderful. Everything you cut off your awareness of in those moments, if you do get in a relationship with them, later that stuff gets revealed. And that's a lot of times how people go from loving somebody and thinking they're perfect to then going to hating the person or, you know, totally getting blindsided like, oh, my God, they're not the person I, I thought they were. Uh, that if you think that, that's a prime indication that somewhere along the line you made a lot of conclusions that they fit your world, that they're like you, and you're the same somehow, when actually you never were. <laughs> so, so, you know, again, bypassing all of that, a way, a way to bypass all that and not have that show up in your life so much is to really be in the curiosity. Who is this person? What's really true for them? What do they like? What do they don't like? And not about how does that relate to you? You know, just who is this person? And that, uh, yeah, it's a different way to function. It's a different way to interact with people. And uh, it can make your life a whole lot easier. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Way easier. So I'm like, gosh, where do we go from here? And I'm wondering if I lost Stephanie on this call. What's going on? <laughs> so it would be really revealing to just show up and be present and, you know, be yourself, whoever you are. And instead of trying to see how this person fits in your world or how this investor can fit in your company or uh, how anyone fit, can uh, fit with you and looking for the signs of how that's true, really being open to the curiosity of who's this person in front of you. You know, what is really true for them? What is really real for them? Because it's amazing. People reveal themselves really uh, effortlessly and easily and in amazing ways when you have that kind of curiosity and are just being you and just present with the person. Like, it's amazing what people will reveal. And, uh, you know, we talked about it in the last show of uh, a lot of people, they want to talk about themselves. They want to share who they are and what their point of view is and what's true for them. Uh, So being open to hearing that without prejudging it or trying to fit them into anything, uh, it just leaves it wide open. The floodgates open and their mouths don't close. (laughs) Keep talking. So... uh, it's it's uh it's really cool what that can do. Um, 
I'm wondering what happened to Stephanie. So if you have any questions or comments, uh, we'd love to hear from you and have you call in. I'm not sure what's going on if Stephanie has technical difficulties or what's up. Um, So a great question that you can start asking yourself. uh, Oh, let me start with this, actually. So one of the, like, premises of access consciousness and these tools that we share with you every week is that all of us are actually infinite beings. And we may not be functioning as an infinite being all the time, or maybe hardly at all, uh, but underneath it all, we actually are infinite beings. Uh, as an infinite being, we actually know. So we, the conversation, again, we had last week about knowing that we know and beginning to trust that knowing and follow that knowing and ask ourselves what we know uh, is part of functioning as an infinite being. And another aspect of infinite being is being. It's where you are just being yourself. You're showing up uh, worse than all, (laughs) the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, You're not, you know, pretending to be something you're not or someone you're not, Um, you also don't have to prove yourself. Uh, it's just a, a space of you showing up as you and uh, unapologetically, but also, again, without having to prove anything or show who you are. And, you know, there's a level of ease that comes with that and confidence and uh, clarity, you know, the people that do know who are really just being themselves all the time and are comfortable in their own skin, there's a directness um, about them that, you know, they're just showing up and being who they are and they don't have an agenda. And, well, maybe they have an agenda <laughs> with something, but they don't have an agenda of trying to show anything about themselves or hide anything in particular. They're just being them. So uh, another aspect of infinite being is perceiving, which is just that we're aware of energy, you know, that we perceive energetically the world around us, uh, Beings, bodies, the earth, you know, our house, our job, because everything has an energetic component and we are aware of that energy through the sense of perceiving. And uh, the other aspect is receiving, uh, which is that uh, it, it all ties together. Receiving is, goes in every direction. It's, it's not just being handed a gift. That's <laughs> not receiving. Um, it's more the energy in the space of just uh, of allowing what is to be there, allowing whatever shows up in your life uh, to show up and not have a point of view about it. And it's also energetic, so it's um, having no barriers to anything that occurs. And one of the brilliant things with that is that when you have no barriers to whatever is showing up in your life, you are the one who has choice with it. 
So it's pretty interesting and exciting with that, um, that uh, it contributes to having infinite choice when you're willing to receive anything without having a point of view about it. And all of these elements work together. So, uh, so as an infinite being, you really have infinite choice in everything. You have infinite choice about what you do with what you know or what you don't do with what you know. You have infinite choice of what you can be. Um, hey! Woo! Oh my God! <laughs> You're back. Sorry, well, I'm back. That was that so was really weird. loud. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the last thing I heard you say was, "and then you move in together," and then I literally got kicked out of the show. Oh, no. Well, yeah, I, it looks I, like uh, we didn't even have the show in common at that moment. <laughs> we thought we did. <laughs> well, well, yeah, we thought we did. But surprise. So I was carrying on without you. <laughs> uh, hopefully I was on you? air. How could, you carry, how could you carry on without me? Not Thank you easily. for carrying on without me. <laughs> oh. So what happened while I was gone? Well, we started talking about uh, infinite being, and I was just given a little bit of a rundown on the different aspects of infinite being, (laughs) knowing, being, and receiving. Here it was. I thought that I was the one that always took the show to the deep places. (laughs) Turns out it wasn't me at all. I think we're tag team we on that one. <laughs> <laughs> my turn, my turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, gosh, what now? <laughs> well, I don't know. I I'm so curious. What happened? Were you at a? Were you were you in the middle of a sentence? If you're in the middle of a sentence, by all means, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I don't remember the sentence I was in the middle of. <laughs> Oh, but, uh, goodness gracious. <laughs> I was kind of at the end, actually. I was kind of like, huh, what do I talk about next? <laughs> so, You're like, is the like, show over? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what time is it? <laughs> you have four minutes left to the end of the show. <laughs> so I was basically just saying that about how it's, uh, the practicalness of infinite being and how you we all have more choice. Uh, when we function from these elements of uh, knowing, being, perceiving, and receiving, that all of those things actually contribute to us having choice in every moment, no matter what shows up. That's all. It's true. (laughs) Oh, that's it. It is. That little bit. Yeah. It's amazing because yeah. it does give you a lot more choices. To me, though, the the um, uh, today's just been a funny day. So I had to come down to the basement. I'm standing next to like next to the router, right? I'm literally like, and as I'm standing here next to the router, I would go somewhere quieter, but I can't because I'm a, I'm a, I don't want to move away from this spot. 
Um, uh-huh. And my chihuahua has taken to there's there's brown paper down here because I paint down here, and the chihuahua has taken to walking back and forth across the loudest parts <laughs> of the brown paper because he can. Um, and <laughs> and this is this is what I love. Okay, so today I was really looking at because I knew that the topic was being, even though we were gonna, you know, then we went, said we were gonna scrap it. But one of the things that <laughs> that I'm looking at is he doesn't do thinking. So um, the yeah. amazing thing about animals, they, they don't really think. They just make choices, and then, you know, what happens happens, and then they make another choice, and then what happens <laughs> happens. And um, yeah. and so so what we didn't talk about earlier is that um, is that thinking actually is what you do when you're not being. So if you find that your head is really loud and you're chatting and you're trying to figure out in your head what you're going to do next, um, that's actually you avoiding being. Uh-oh. Dun, dun, dun. Uh-oh. <laughs> Who knew? That was supposed to be our yeah. best asset. Thinking was supposed to yeah. be our best asset. But it turns out that that when you when you're most when you go into all that thinking, you actually could choose being. Now, what one of the things that I, I've noticed that being opens up is that thing that, that Heather and I both talked about earlier in the show, which is the ability to be around anyone and anything at any time. Yep. Um, if you're thinking, you constantly have to figure out, like, where you fit, where you benefit, where you lose, where you, you know, how do I win here? How do I, you know, am I going to lose? You yeah. can avoid losing. You know, it's all this kind of stuff. The weird thing that happens whenever you step into being instead of thinking and how that's actually a benefit is that when you step into being instead of thinking, what happens is you actually then get to perceive and receive what everybody else is doing around and being around you. It actually puts you in a place of power. And what you find out is that other people aren't really listening anyway. There's nothing really that you, (laughs) for the most part, yeah, for the most part, you never need to say anything. If you stay aware and, and, and in a key moment, ask a question, they think you're the most interesting person who's ever existed. And you didn't tell them anything (laughs) about you. (laughs) And it then they'll the keep talking thing. about them. It yeah. is the weirdest thing. More. It's yeah. the mo- I never. Yeah, it's it's it and, is the weird thing. So, go ahead. What? Well, I was just gonna say, and I mentioned it before, but I'll say it again. And when you show up that way, people reveal the most bizarre things and all sorts of secrets. And they're like, "Oh my God, I've never told anyone this before, but I got to tell you." <laughs> The stuff that comes out of people's mouths is unbelievable. Oh, I've had car salesmen tell me I shouldn't buy. Yeah, I've had car salesmen tell me I shouldn't (laughs) buy a car. And what car is actually a way better car if I don't want to have to take it to the shop all the time? I've had, like, and from a different dealership, not even the same dealership. They're like, no, really, you shouldn't get this car. It's way overpriced for what it is. If you go over to this, you know, if you go over and get one of these, it's basically the same thing. It's built in the same factory with the same, but the way they do their engines is, are way more reliable. <laughs> yeah. Right? And you're Prime like, example. you are telling yeah. me not to buy your car. <laughs> yeah. 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 And they're, like, happy about it, too. Like, 
people feel yeah. good about it. Like it's not even uh, any effort or a weird thing. They're just like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Saying what's true for them, you know. <laughs> Saying what's actually true and real for them. It's amazing. So cool. Yeah. It's like the truth serum you always wished you had. You had it. It's called you. <laughs> <laughs> It's called, yeah, yeah, being you and stopping care, yeah. like stopping caring about, like, didn't last week we talk a lot about not giving a shit? Yeah. <laughs> that might have been on the pre-recorded show. But. Oh, right. I forgot. We've got a, pre- boy, do we have a treat for you. Yes, we do. It's, it's, it's a show with second, second in cursing to um, the Cunty Bitch show. Um, yeah. <laughs> second, second behind that. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's a good show. So keep listening each week, and one day you'll hear it. And you'll go, "Oh, that's the show she was talking about. That's the one that there's lots of cursing <laughs> yeah. in." Um, but if you actually, if you actually don't care that the person in front of you has the same point of view or has the same feelings about things or enjoys the same sports team, whatever that is, the the places where you look for someone to be the same as you. If you actually don't care that they're the same as you and you're not looking for them to be the same as you, you actually get to know them. Otherwise, yeah, you're, you do. At, at best, you get to know um, what you think you know <laughs> instead of actually knowing what they'll tell you, right? Like you could actually know them, not just what you think about them. But those are two different things. I know we like to think that what we think about people is who they are, but it's not true. So you can either know who they are or you can get to know your thoughts about them better. (laughs) Either one is fine with me. Oh, yeah. It's your choice. But I know it's when I'm choosing. Yes. (laughs) Indeed. Indeed. Well, yeah. So it turns out we did do life hack being. We did. (laughs) It's a roundabout way. We came right back to it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Who knew? Maybe we did. <laughs> I feel like who was who's the guy on TV that that would go? Did I do that? <laughs> I have no recall of who that is. Oh yeah. yeah, no, his name was Urkel, and he would like cause a big ruckus, and then he'd go, "Did I do that?" <laughs> yeah, this was a did I do that moment? Yes, we did. Yeah. Yes, we did. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> oh, well, we've gosh. reached past our 30 minutes, even though I ah. feel bad because I did not get you, to hear you for half of the show. Actually, more than about more than half the show. Yep. Um, I missed yeah. half the show. So uh, I, I feel You're like here I, I've thoroughly... yes so if you felt if you felt a sense of fluster coming through the lines um that could have been me (laughs) yeah and me a little bit I was a little like uh Stephanie where'd you go (laughs) I couldn't I'm here Heather I'm here (laughs) I couldn't fake it so I make it (laughs) darn phone line darn internet (laughs) <laughs> so you have I, I feel like quoting the car guys who used to say you've wasted another hour with although you've just wasted another half hour with the good girl's guide to being wrong and happy <laughs> yep 
We're here, here each week, <laughs> <laughs> noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern time. We do welcome your questions. This did not come questions. This show came from Heather and my perverted brains. So if you have a topic you would <laughs> rather hear us talk about, please let us know. We would be more than happy to explore any topic, um, no matter how big or small. So you can always find us Indeed. at the Good Girls Guide to Being Wrong dot com, the Good Girls Guide to Being Wrong on Facebook, um, or you can look up Heather Smith or Stephanie Richardson on Facebook as well, and just give us a shout out. Let us know what you love about the show. Let us know what you'd like for us to be doing instead, but do it nicely. Because we do have the power of being on the air. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Oh my God. Thanks everybody for joining us again for another episode of the Good Girls Guide to Being Wrong and Happy. And we look so forward to playing with you next week. <laughs> See you next week. Thanks everyone. Bye.